Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Family, family, how's it going? Hurley Brown hasn't made it here yet. So his venerable co-host, that's me, Kelvin Harris, will fill in for him. Um, Hurley apparently had some, some duties that he had to take care of with the Merritt Island football program, which um, I'm proud that he's got that job. So we're going to go ahead and start the show without him. And one of the things that I want to talk about to begin with is this March Madness. And I didn't want to do it alone. I wanted someone who has actually experienced a Final Four and is in the basketball world to come on and help me um, expand on how great of a March Madness has been. So I'm bringing in, I can't believe this, I'm bringing in a Gator. Uh, this, this goes against everything that I believe in, but I'm going to do it anyway. I want to bring in my good friend, Major Parker. Major is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Played at the University of Florida. He was on the team that lost to Michigan State. Major, was that 2000, 2002, something like that? That, that was year 2000, Calvin. Yeah, that was uh, you and the Meat Hook and Mike Miller. Are you done? No, Kasman? no, no. Get, get your history right, Calvin. I did not play with the Meat Hook. I am not that old. It was my oh, my, Brent, my myself, Brent Wright, Teddy Dupay, Udonis Haslam, Mike Miller, Matt Bonner, uh, Brent Nelson, Donnell Harvey. We was uh, we was like five in, five out. We we did a five man rotation on that team. That was a good yeah. Team. That was a good team. I mean, hey, but you know what? You had Udonis on the team, and he was fat then. So two fat guys, I can't really tell the difference. You know how it goes. <laughs> no, let me let me not make fun of you, Don. Man, but no, Major, you you actually have an experience that a lot of people don't have. You played not only in a Final Four but in an NCAA championship game. And um, can you can you describe the experience to, to 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 the fans out there? Well, the experience, you know, it's one of those experiences that's indescribable. You know, it's tough yeah. because I actually remember. I remember the most exciting thing to me, Calvin, as being a, you know, a young man, a young college man then, um, was after you win the Sweet 16, you get an escort everywhere you go. So if you're sitting down in a restaurant as your team and you got to go to the restroom, an escort would take you individually to a restroom. So you was treated as priority. Like royalty. You was treated with the, like royalty. So I didn't, I never experienced that before. So that was one of the things after my south after my freshman year when we made it to the uh, NCAA tournament was we always strived to get get past the Sweet 16 because we knew we were going to get treated like royalty. Now moving on to play against you know Michigan State on the biggest level of our college basketball that was that was a that was an experience that I you know that I can't explain you know. One of the things I remember about that game specifically was it was the first time I ever seen my idol. I seen uh, Magic Johnson in person. I remember him standing on the sideline, and I was just like, "Wow, that's Magic!" And I couldn't remember, and I couldn't believe that he was actually six foot nine and how big he was, and he was a point guard. Oh. So, oh no, no, yeah, Major. Let me tell you something. We had the same agent. He's a legitimate six nine. 
Every he has inch. a legitimate six nine. He's a legitimate six nine. So those those were you know that's things that really stick out of my mind. You know, um, but who did you guys play? Who you, know, you guys play in the in 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 the, in the national semifinals? In the semifinals, we played. Uh, that was UNC North Carolina. That was the year they had uh, Joe Joseph Forte. Uh, oh I think yeah. It was Jay, Jeff Capel. Um, actually, Julius Peppers is on that team too. Now, now, for those of you who don't know, Majors, you know, six five, six six, about two forty. So, I'm, I'm assuming you had to bang with Julius Peppers down low. Well, you, I, I was, I was a garbage man, you know, an energy garbage man that came in and did whatever it takes for his team. So, I was one of those guys that was stuck on a guy six ten, seven foot, six six. And where, wherever the call was needed, I, you know, I performed my duty. Now, let me ask you a question. When you guys went into the NCAA tournament, because now I'm trying to get the fans, the, 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 uh, the, the listeners out there to understand, when a team goes into the NCAA championship uh, tournament, uh, the first round, the first week, are you just trying to win that game or are you, already, or, or you guys already get to the next week? Well, one of the things that Coach Donovan always preached was the first week of the tournament, he wanted us to play our losers. What I mean by that, he wanted us to play with no pressure because teams come in into, into the tournament and they're all, they're all tense because they know, like, if we lose, we may go home. This may be it. This may be the last game of the year. So one of the things that Coach Donovan preached was, I want you guys to be loose. I want you to go out there and have fun. Don't think about tomorrow. Just think about the task at hand. So as a group, as a unit, that was one of the things that we always focus on. And then what made that year 2000 so special, that was the year Mike Miller hit that amazing shot at the buzzer to beat Buck. So if we don't, so if we don't hit, Mike Miller don't hit that shot, excuse me, let me back up. If Teddy, do, if Teddy Dupay does not pass that ball to Mike Miller to make that shot, we don't move on and we don't advance. So yeah. it was all about advancing. What? Well, in order to win a championship or to make it to a Final Four or even to a championship game, and you know, I'm, and I'm speaking from you know, for football side, you need some breaks. You need uh, a special play here and there. I mean, my my senior year, we had wide right. Um, you know, yeah. uh, you you know, you guys had that Mike Miller shot, but you guys, like I remember that team because Teddy Dupay, uh, for those out there in uh, you know the, the audience don't know. I'm from Fort Myers, Florida, and Teddy Dupay was from Fort Myers, Florida. So I, I watched that team because, you know, everybody from our hometown was rooting for Florida because of Teddy Dupay. And you guys, like you said, were very deep. You had shooters. You had rebounders. I mean, you had a full, like he put together a nice squad. Uh, Michigan State just, I just think they were just a little bigger than y'all. Well, and, what it was, Michigan State, Michigan State, Calvin, they probably had a, a little bit more. Um, they they had been there before. You understand? The year yeah. before that, they had went to the Final Four, I think, and lost. Mm-hmm. And then for them for them to come back, it was a, it was sort of like a redemption year for them. And that was a great Michigan State team. You're talking about McTeen yeah, Cleaves. Yeah, McTeen Cleaves. You're yeah. talking about you're talking about um, Charlie, Charlie uh, Bell. What's my man's name? More, more Morris Peterson. You're talking about Charlie yeah. Bell. You're talking about Jason Richardson. You like, yeah. Come on, we had some players. They had some players. It was a great. It was a great team, and that was a great game. But I think Michigan State probably had a little bit more. It was more, a little bit more redemption for them. 
North Carolina was last year. You know, remember North Carolina lost to Villanova the year before, and then they come yeah. back last year. So it's a similar situation. Similar yeah, situation. We yeah. always talked about that, though. So, you know, and I'm just joining you guys, and I appreciate you calling in. And getting way to hold it down there, Kelvin Harris, my main man. But this is Hurley oh. Brown to get down with Hurley Brown. Hey, but we've always talked about those same things. It, it, you've had to have been there before. That's just like with Georgia this year at the, um, the national championship game with the University of Alabama. Georgia's guys hadn't been there before. They didn't have that experience on how to prepare exactly. for the game, how to get ready, how to focus. And that's the same yeah. thing that you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I agree with you. Okay. I agree 110 percent on that. You gotta, be, you know, you've been there before. You have that experience. You know those same butterflies that I was experiencing. Guess what? Mateen Cleese had already experienced the year before, so he knew how to handle those butterflies. That same night right. before getting getting prepared for the game and going to sleep, making sure you're getting the proper rest, knowing how to sleep correctly. Guess what? He had already been through that, and I hadn't been through that. Now I'm making well, right. excuses. I'm not making that as an excuse because that was a like I said that was a very very good Michigan State team that was very they were very deserving of winning that national championship. But some of those things do play a part. Some of those things did take a part in that game, in my opinion. Well, let me ask you okay. a question. Let's let me, let me ask you real quick. What team out there right now is playing like you guys played then? Uh-huh. When you talk about playing loose. Having fun, not worrying about well, whether or not you're going to make I, I, it through. I, I tell you this, man. I'm a man, I'm okay. a man of God. I'm a man of God all day long. So it's hard for me to go against the system in uh, Chicago, Loyola. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think Loyola is playing open, wide. They don't have nothing to lose. Who are we? Right. We don't supposed to be here. And their preparation. They got a six-five You just I mean, look come at on. them defensively, and you look at their preparation. Like it's it's, right. it's ridiculous. It's like they are there before the play happens. Like they, you can tell that they're, they're, they are. I take my hat off to their coach. They are really, really prepared for for their opponents. And that's people talking about them making shots and what they've been doing. But what I seen, I seen the defensive end. I seen the preparation that's going on to defend their team, to defend their opponent. You know, because yeah. they got some shooters, they got good ball players. But I think that's the difference. And man, me being a man of God. I'm not going against the sister. No, I'm not going against her. She's praying for him. I'm riding with her. I'm riding with God. Okay. Well, what do you what do you think about Michigan, though? I like Michigan. I think you know what I'm a little I'm a little biased towards Michigan. I would say that. No, I'm not going to say biased. I I think Michigan should have lost against Houston. I think they skated one. But that oh goes yeah, back they, they, got they got lucky. They got a lucky That goes back yeah. to what you said earlier, Calvin. Every special team, every everything, everything that you've been a part of that's been special, you had that one moment. And Michigan has had that one moment where that kid hit the shot at the buzzer. When I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll make that shot again, but he made it no. and they moved on and they're in the final four. Right. Well, it just goes back to the same old thing, man. There, there has to be, you know, we always talk about how how how, how luck, you know, is preparation when preparation meets opportunity. Hey, but we're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We're talking big game adventures this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. While most seasons are still months away, that doesn't mean we can't start preparing for our fall pursuits right now. Joining us is Jana Waller, host of Skullbound TV, Derek Ratliff, president and founder of Horizon Firearms, plus Tom and Nick of Become One. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Yes, family, we are back. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I got my main man, Kelvin Harris. And we also have Major Parker, former college basketball player for the University of Florida, played for the, the infamous Billy Donovan, and we got my main man, Ryan McNeil. Ryan, what's going on, bro? What's happening, fellas? What's happening, fellas? Man, you got it. You got it. Big Mac, real quick, I know we're talking to Major Parker, but I want to tell the family again, you know, what's going on with you and, and your, um, your sports ID? You know, what is it? How's it going? The last time I heard about it, you know, you were getting ready to launch that out. And just give us a quick update on what you're doing with Sports ID. Uh, sure. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, quickly, um, you know, we've been working on Sports ID uh, probably for the last 18 months. And um, uh, for those of you who are listening, Sports ID is a uh, web platform and mobile app that will connect the, the sports ecosystem. Think of it as LinkedIn for sports, but with data and analytics. Our first product we're launching uh, in beta in the next couple of weeks is called Camp ID. Camp ID is like the uh, Angie's List or Yelp for sports camps. Uh, so, her, right. as you know, and Kelvin know, the last 20, 25 years, family, friends, and associates reached out to us a lot of times asking, you know, what's the best sports camp for their son or daughter to go to? And uh, we've taken that, that process down from uh, 10 months, 10 weeks, 10 days, 10 hours to 10 minutes to find the appropriate sports camp. But we'll be launching that in the next uh, in the next two weeks in beta and then uh, the next three weeks uh, to the general public. Well, awesome. So, Major, I know you're on the AAU circuit. I mean, you're out there and you're around these guys and you do a lot of camps. You go to a lot of camps. So that's something that you and Ryan could really work with. And, and you know, you feed Ryan the information to let these people know exactly where you're going to be and how they can get evaluated. Oh. Major, sit up. 
Did we lose Major? Oh, he got it. He got that Kelvin Harris phone. Okay. Well, so, well, there we well, go. I will. No, I will. I'll say this. I will pass that along to Major because uh, that's one part that the uh, fans we didn't really get to expand on. Major is a uh, big, big cog in the AAU circuit. Uh, he has a vast knowledge of the camps. And you're right, Ryan and him will work well together because he goes to all of the major AAU tournaments over the summer. And right. I can imagine if you had, like, uh, Vernon Carey's son, for instance, uh, he has a following. And, you know, there are fans out there who actually follow these kids to these tournaments. And this actually... You, you you got a whole other demographic of people outside of just the parents who would subscribe to this because they follow these kids now. And this would be something that I I think definitely that the fans also are going to key into as well. Right. Well, I show here we dropped Major. And I wish there was a way we could try to find him back and, you know, get him back on him because I wanted to hear his – I want to hear his, his most interesting Billy Donovan story. I'm a Billy Donovan fan. I am too, man. I, 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 I'm mad that Kevin Durant didn't, didn't give him a second year. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, hey, Major, if you're out there listening, man, and I know you are, please call us back. Please get back on because we want to we want to finish up this thing. And like I said, man, you got some great stories to tell. I know y'all have fun over there at the University of Florida. But anyway, give oh. a shout back, man, and let's talk a little bit about Billy Donovan. Hey, in the meantime, Kelvin, I don't know if you got a chance to do this, but you know, so much has, has happened since we last talked. And, Ryan, you know, I mean, I know you're in Atlanta and, and you're in tune with the sports world and stuff like this, man. But there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now, and I want us to hit, a, hit on a few of these things and just talk well, about well, it a little bit. Well, First well, thing hold on, there, give it a There's moment. one thing in our, in our world that, that happened today we might need to talk about because it affects guys like you, especially Ryan, a guy who couldn't cover. This, this was important. <laughs> the NFL... <laughs> Just passed a. They just amended the catch rule, so now yeah. it ain't yeah. survive the ground. It's make a football play. So Ryan, right. the percentage of completions against you would have went up at least twenty five percent. Oh man, hey, that's, that's a low blow, Kel. My man, hey, my hey, man hey, Ryan hey, wasn't all hey. American nuts, buddy. He didn't play twelve exactly. years in the all American football league. Pro bowler, brother, couple all pros. Hey, man, it's in the history books, Kelvin. I mean, I have, man, to, I have I mean, to hear this at, all the time from him, Ernie. At, at, at some point in time, Kelvin, you got you to gotta let that hate go, man. You know, <laughs> exactly. He got a big H on it right about now. Hey, but real quick, man, let's give a quick moment of silence for Wayne Huizinga, owner of the Miami Dolphins. He oh, yeah. Last week. And, um, you know, I mean, we got we to gotta show our respect. The respects are, are very much due right here. So, quick moment of silence. Okay, and again, you know, man, you're talking about the owner of the Miami Dolphins. He did so much for, for Dade and Broward County. He brought us a lot of memories. You know, he just gave a lot. He gave a lot of himself. And, you know, it's just so sad to see a guy like that. But he lived a full life. He, he lived a long time. And, you know, he, he did a lot of great things for, for South He fought a good fight for 10 years, man. They, I didn't realize he, he had did. cancer that long. Right, yeah, he fought it, man. He fought it. You know, hey, that, that's a horrible disease, and I wouldn't wish that disease on anybody. My mom no. died of cancer, and it, it's it's a horrible thing to watch. Yeah, it's tough. Now, yeah. now, Ryan. I mean, come on. With all this, this, this the off season brings turmoil in the National Football League. As long as those guys are in season, ah, there's, there's a couple of incidents. 
But can somebody please talk to me about Isaiah Avery Zay Jones, wide receiver from the Buffalo Bills who was arrested last week. He had a horrible meltdown. He was arrested for breaking the window on the 30th floor of his brother's, uh, brother's girlfriend's apartment. His brother also plays National Football League. They were downtown L.A., and they got him on camera running through the hallways naked. Yeah. So here's the thing, Hurley. And this is what a lot of you know guys coming from college, the pros, they got to understand. It's not just time management, but also mind management. M I N D. Right. And so, right. you know what they say. You know, old days, uh, uh, idle mind is a devil's playground. And so, you know, the kids these days probably, let's say, have ten x of uh, of opportunities and money compared to to when we played, right? And so that just gives you more opportunity to do a lot of different things. Uh, I'm not sure exactly uh, what that young man issue was, uh, but you know that's Robert Jones who played at uh, East Carolina, played with the Cowboys, yeah, that's his son. the Dolphins too. Uh, that's, that's his son. His, yeah, and uh, and I played with Robert in the, at the with the Rams, and so right. Um, you know he got you know good home bringing. You know he's been around, been exposed in the NFL, so you know that's not the issue. So it's got to be something else. And so it's right. a matter of, uh, you know, guys being able to uh, to find constructive things to do uh, during the off-season. You know, you can only train so much. And uh, you got to find those things that, you know, that you're really passionate about. And uh, I saw the video, or at least a little bit of it, and uh, it's disturbing in the fact that, you know, how do you get, <laughs> to, the word. How do you get to that point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, how do you get to that point? And, uh, well, and, and, and luckily for him, but hold on, looking for him, he had his brother there to, to, to try to control him. You know, imagine right. if his right. brother wasn't there, right? Imagine it wasn't the one who knew him that was there exactly. to, to calm him down at least a little bit. I mean, you know, right. for all we know, you know, it could be it turning something, you know, uh, even more serious or dangerous. And so I'm hoping that the young man gets some help well, and, uh, I, and, 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 uh, and, and get things straight. I'm going to be honest with you. That looked like a flocker trip to me. I mean, I, I I don't want to wish that on the kid, but, you know, living here in Fort Lauderdale, I've seen a couple of flocker trips. And I'll say the reason why I say it's a flocker trip is because one of the things that happens when someone gets uh, zooted out on flocker is they take off their clothes because the body. Because, yeah, the bodies are so high. So, but, but, but wait a minute, Hurley, we missed one here. We got to talk about this Odell Beckham and this broad in the room. What the? Oh, what the, yeah. Oh, man. You ain't got to tell me. What the hell's going on there, man? You, and, you and, about and to we, get we were going to last week, Kevin. But, I mean, come on, Odell. And we talked about it briefly. But, again, Ryan, you know, like you said, idle is time management. And an idle mind yeah, but, is the devil's playground. But mind management. I, I mean, here's here, here, the this, this was kind of personal to me because – me and his father played arena ball uh, in 95 with the Texas, with the Houston, uh, we call it Outlaws then. And he was running around, little running old kid. And, you know, the mama, the mama's a nice lady. She went to LSU. I believe she was a track athlete. And Odell yep. is a good dude, the father. But I don't know how somebody didn't tell him, look, you about to get paid. Don't do nothing stupid. Now you got John Merrill. You got John Merrill talking about maybe trading this guy now. I mean, well, here, and the issue is, I mean, he got a young man who's got all the talent in the world, and we've been talking about Odell for a while. But 
Yeah. He's got all the talent in the world. He's got a great upbringing. His, his, both his mom and dad went to LSU. They were both yeah. student athletes at LSU on full scholarship. The whole night, mama maybe maybe not have been, but his godfather is Shaquille O'Neal. Big, mm-hmm. you know. So he's around professionals all the time. Well, he's around, he's around people that have done it the right way. And then his stepfather, I want to say his stepfather is is an Olympic track athlete. Yeah, because the mama was a track athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, this kid is around professionals all but the are time. are you listening, though? Are you listening? The key is, you know, yes, this is, you know yeah. we've been in situations like that, you know, when we, you know, uh, talk to, you know, uh, you know, uh, freshmen and younger, you know, uh, lower classmen and rookies and first, you know, uh, young guys in the league or whatever the case may be. And the ones that listen, those are the ones that get it. It doesn't matter how much yeah. talent you have. I mean, right. are you listening? Are you open? Are you receptive? Are you open and receptive? Uh, to that counseling, and you know, you know, and and as a veteran, you know, even if they don't listen the first time, you got to keep pouring that knowledge and giving them nuggets uh, to the young guys. Eventually, hopefully, you know, they'll gra- they'll grab it and uh, and they'll listen. And not I just like, you know, he's up there with Jesse. Jesse Armstead, one of our teammates, is like the team liaison up there. And I'm not so sure he'll listen to Jesse. I saw one game where Jesse was trying to approach him after one of those incidents that he went through on the field. As he was coming off no the sideline, and he just kind of shrugged Jesse off, and I'm like, "Dude, here's a man who 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 made it, and is still making it, and you won't listen to him. He can't calm you down. I mean, I come just on, think bro. That, now, I now you're talking this, about a hundred million dollar deal. Now they're talking about trading you because of your yeah, antics on and off the football field. I hate to say this, but he may have to crash before he really gets it." Because I think right now he's really smelling himself. He's he's pretty pretty. He's, he's playing extremely well on the field, and I think that that's gotten to his head to the point where he thinks that he's invincible, and he's above uh, reproach. And no one is above reproach. And you know the Giants have a certain reputation with their organization. I mean they'll just they'll just punt on this one and say, well, look, we're, we we about to get rid of our quarterback anyway. We'll just start over. Exactly, exactly. But I tell you what, man. But it, it's sad, Ryan. I'm, I'm hoping he can get it turned around. But he, he's a he's an amazing talent, an amazing talent. I mean, this well, kid say things, this. he's a freak of nature. But I'm about to say hey, something biased here, real quick. I feel like if Sammy Watkins would have went to the Giants, he'd have done the same thing. Call me a homer. I just yeah. think it. Hey, but let, let's take this break real quick, and we're gonna we'll be right back with the get down with early Brown. When we come back. We can talk about Michael Bennett. We'll talk about you know, oh, a little bit more man. about Odell Beckham. All right, yeah, Michael Bennett, man, I, I don't know. Oh. But anyway, we'll be right back with to get down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday 
at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, family, we're back. You're listening to the Get Down with Hurley Brown, and we're live coming from Merritt Island, Florida. I'm with my main man, Kelvin Harris, and one of my favorite cornerbacks to ever come out of the University of Miami, Ryan McNeil. Well, hey, you've man. seen him so, so many times. <laughs> hey, so Odell Beckham. I mean, well, what, what, what do, do we get? Does he get traded? No, no. Well, well, hold on, Ryan. Go I'm not so no, sure. No, I'm not so no. sure about that. I think it depends on how no, much you're asking finish. for. Let Ryan finish. Go ahead, Ryan. No, you so, 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 so. Here's the theory, right? So. When you trade somebody, you got to figure out what you're going to get for them, right? And so you got to think right. about that. And uh, is there a, a talent or something, something or somebody to replace him or her with, right? And so one, uh, the draft is right around the corner. Uh, you know, he's injured. He's coming off an injury, so he's not you know healthy. One, uh, so that lessens the trade value. And then two. Or whoever trade for them know they got to pay him, and they got to give up some draft picks. So if I'm a team that is in need, if I'm missing that one piece, yeah. But the teams that will take a run for him, uh, you know, those teams are pretty much set. And so he's too valuable to me. Uh, if I'm looking at it from a New York Giants standpoint, you know, he's synonymous. He's the face of the franchise. I think he took over that being the face of the franchise maybe two years ago, uh, and he's in his prime. Now, if he was on the tail end, he was eight, nine, ten years in the league. Yeah, but you know, this kid is what fourth, fifth year in the league. Uh, oh, right, fourth year. year. Yeah, he's in his prime, and he's putting up monster numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tolerate a little, a, a, a little, um, uh, a, a little nonsense. I'm gonna tolerate a little nonsense. Uh, the thing about him, he hadn't got in any legal trouble, right? I mean, there are a lot of his things are antics. Teammate, you know, chemistry stuff like that, and that's stuff you can deal with. Uh, the the head coach coming in now, he gonna have his hands full. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. But he put he put butts in the seat, and he's an amazing talent. He's <laughs> almost single handedly kept Eli Manning relevant for the last two years. So don't give me that by trading him away. <laughs> what you gonna get for him? Well, I, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, 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 
I, I I agree with you in that sense, but my my first agent, Dr. Tucker, always used to tell me, don't think like the player, think like the management. So I'm thinking at this from the mirror and the Tish angle. Now, Tish definitely wants to keep it, but here's the problem. He doesn't want just top wide receiver money. He's talking, talking this foolishness of getting top player money. So now Look at the, his numbers. Look at his huh? numbers. I hear Look you, but now he's talking about getting $25 million. They're not going to pay a wide receiver his numbers. Kevin, every year in every sport, there's always somebody to go to the next level and threshold. I outside agree, right? Brown, you, you, outside you, of Julio you. Jones, outside of, you know, I'm trying to think, who is in it? AJ Green. I, I, I get it, right? I get what you're saying, and I, I agree that he has transcended that team. He's kind of carried that team on his back, but the Giants are at a crossroads right now. Eli Manning is the quarterback. Okay, do they draft quarterback or do they draft a piece and move forward? Well, if he continues to say he wants top of the top of the world money, they're inclined to say let's go draft the quarterback and start over. And if you let okay, him go, you just trade made my him. case. Okay, you just made my case. So let's let, let's say they draft the quarterback, right? So the quarterback yeah. doesn't get big money like they did when we were playing, right? Because it's it's a you know they got a rookie a race scale, right? So they, they don't have to invest a whole lot of money in the rookie quarterback. And who do the quarterback gonna throw to if you don't have Odell Beckham Jr. the, the top three court, uh, run, uh, court wide receivers in the league? Come on, man! You put my point for me. What are you talking about? I mean, I agree with you, but you're talking about a billionaires who, despite having all that money, they're penny pinchers. And you got to think about something. We just saw this man on video with a white substance in the room and a joint in his mouth. So now, here's the problem. He might flunk a how drug many, test. How many people he might visit? How many people how many people that we know that smoke weed? Now he I, must know Ryan, I'm, he, he I'm not disagreeing with you. So so, so Ryan, we gotta this. look at this from how they're think about who they are. So now you're John Mayer who Adam Schefter made the point today that John Merritt will talk. So the fact that he's talking and saying this means he's Man, concerned. listen. Lawrence Taylor plays for the New York Giants. What are you talking about? Dog, right. but that exactly. was back in the day before social media. That was back in the day before social media. Let's just be honest. If Ryan, if Lawrence Taylor was playing today, he wouldn't be playing. Somebody would have Snapchat or Instagram. I disagree. He would have flunked a bunch of drug tests. He, yeah, he, 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 he was the baddest guy in the past. What are you talking about? Yeah, he, he the best thing. He was the best thing in LSU. He's the best thing for a long no, time. No, he was a monster. But it was a different trade. It was a different time. It was a different. I don't see how yeah. they can do it. The, the issue is, and and again, I mean, we know all we all know too well how this thing works. He's not gonna get a hundred million dollars. That's the bottom no, line. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not gonna get a hundred million. He's gonna be playing for the Giants, but, but he's not gonna get a hundred million. And that's but, what that's and, 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 and Hurley, stay right there. Stay right there, Hurley. Hurley. Hurley, the key is is the posture to to, to to defend why you need a hundred million, why you want a hundred million, why you deserve a hundred million. Now he may right. get ninety, he may get eighty seven, but but he he's gonna posture and make his case and make his defense that he need a hundred. And so yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he may fall short again. But hey, that doesn't that mean he's not the most valuable receiver in the league. Yeah, but Ryan, you listen. You played twelve years. How many contracts did you negotiate? 
five to six, yeah. Look, I think, and Hurley, we, we, we also negotiate contracts. We all know that when we're negotiating these contracts, they don't, when I say they, meaning the team and the management, they don't negotiate from a, 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 a point of strength on your part. They go in and they look at the weaknesses. And here's, the one, the, thing that you're, here's right. the one thing that you're not but, taking but into account. But neither one of us. Dave Gettleman, Dave Gettleman is now the general manager, and he is, he is the tough guy. They brought him in to be the bad guy. So he, he showed you his hand in Carolina. That's the one thing that everybody around the Giants organization, the fans, are worried about. They're thinking that he doesn't have the, uh, the finesse to get this negotiation done. And now with this new you know, revelations, I mean, he's got even more firepower to be a jerk. And I think that's going to be the problem. <laughs> Well, we're going to see. I hope that they get him signed soon. So, so, and i tell so, you what, so, 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 you know, Kevin, uh, just thinking about it. The, the young man Ryan made it earlier. Who can replace him? The, right. Yeah. Hey, well, it's the yeah, same I mean, thing I mean, they talk about in Dallas. The football league that's as good as he is right now. Well, but, but Hurley, it's the same so, thing they were talking about in Dallas about, oh, man, they can't get rid of Dez Bryant. So what do they do? They sign Allen Hearns, then they bring in another receiver. So just in case Dez, Dez Bryant is talking some foolishness, they've already yeah, insulated they themselves. they didn't do anything for the last three years, man. What you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, uh, that's, but, that's apples and oranges. That's not apples and apples. Not but anyway, hey, because so, let's just be honest. So, he's no, falling off when he's still a good receiver. And – the great he's, he's, a, he's a really good receiver, but he's so inconsistent. He's inconsistent, and I'm not talking about inconsistent between games. I'm talking about inconsistent in years. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, so the, again, the problem there is, man, is that you know the what? owner is, is invested in that player so much that he makes it tough for the whole organization to make the proper football moves. But in the Giants situation, they um they are a a historically conservative franchise. I just don't see him getting ninety million dollars. Right. I think they'll franchise nah, him. I, I, I don't. He's gonna he's gonna make a lot of money, but he's not gonna get you know in excess of ninety million dollars. That ain't gonna happen. But he's gonna make a lot. No, of money. he's gonna be a rich man. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Why don't these players just go ahead and take the franchise? Walter Jones showed everybody. Walter Jones and Kirk Cousins showed everybody how to do it. Okay, you want to franchise me? I'm going to keep playing. All right, after three years, right. you can't franchise me no more. Now what? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, but then again, you're Listen, taking the man, he's in his time. He's in his fourth year. He's in his fourth year. He's the top one, two, three receivers in the league. He want to get paid. What's wrong with that? Right. I agree. But you know the NFL is the something-for-nothing league. Come on, Ryan. You know this. It's the something-for-nothing league. If, I'm just going to be honest with you. If I was the Giants, I'd just say, all right, talk that noise. Do what you do. All right, next year we're going to franchise. And then you go out there and prove it. And then, hey, maybe I franchise them again next year. That's what they right. do. The, the, right. the, the only knock outside of this, this latest thing is that he's a prima donna. That's it. That's the issue. Yeah, but the receiver position is full of prima donnas. I mean, if you look nah, at it, not, not, not like me. he is, though, Kevin. Not not like him. He's he's a he's a diva. He's not just a prima donna. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, early. Are you trying to tell me yeah. he's worse than T.O. was? Come on, man, stop. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, yeah, I mean, T.O. was. I mean, come on, man. T.O. was a competitor, and I'm not saying O'Dell's yeah. not a competitor, but he draws yeah. attention to himself with every little thing that he does. He can't just go somewhere 
and sit and hang out and have a good time and and not you know, have a, a, a strong desire for attention. That's who he is. Man, come on. You, you come out. And my argument to that is, my argument to that is, Hurley, is that he is the, 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 the New York Giants, right? I mean, because he's so good and there's nobody else to equal him to balance that out, he's the guy. And, 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 so, and so by default, you know, you get used to that. You know, in our right. teams, we had, you know, stars on offense, defense, special teams. So it was really, you know, nobody can, can say, oh, I'm, this is my team. It was our team. And so they don't yeah, have that true. in New York anymore. Right. But did, any, did anyone desire the, the media the way that he does? I mean, it's just a little silly stuff. It's not this, you know, and even with this case, there was nothing that he could do to, to I, I say that, but. With the, with a young lady taking a video of you, come on, be conscious of what's going on. I mean, Ryan, you're you part of How can you let that you happen, Hurley? About that how can you let that time. happen? That just doesn't make any sense you, to me. Exactly, it doesn't make any sense. But when you think that you're untouchable, and like you, like I said, when 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 you're a diva, and you think that hey, look, man, you know, people just want it. But here's the issue: everybody continues to do it. Everybody continues to throw, you know, videos up in his face. They're always recording him. So he does, he, he's immune to it. So at that particular time, you could very easily see Odell sitting there saying, man, this ain't nothing, because it happens to him all the time. He doesn't even recognize what's going on. But right, he has right, to be right, more conscious right. about the people, that not only the people he's surrounding with, but what those people are doing while doing. they're in his truck. Yeah. He has yeah, to be. You're right. Yeah. So, but anyway, hey, speaking of videos, did y'all see your boy from the University of Georgia, the equipment manager, getting arrested for put, for putting a video, a hidden camera, in the locker room, dude. Now that that yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of sick. Anyway, yeah, well, we, we're gonna take a break, but we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about them bulldogs and what's going on up there in that locker room. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back with the get down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, family, we are back. We are live. Get Down with Hurley Brown with my main man, Kelvin Harris, and Ryan McNeil, one of the best corners to ever come out of the University of Miami. Second round draft choice, but the first pick with the Detroit Lions. Hey, so Athens, Georgia, the University of Georgia, the equipment manager put the hidden camera in the locker room. I guess that's how they do it at Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a bad thing, man. It just sounds wrong on so many levels. Bro, I know, man. That's just, that's just crazy, man. I, I know I shouldn't say this on air, but I'm going to say it. Listen, a couple of the ball players need to go over to his place and let them let him know how they feel about that. I mean, I'm not saying any broken bones or anything, but just a little touch-up to let him know, hey, you want to watch us? Well, you get to see us up close and personal. <laughs> Have a couple of these numbers, man. But, yeah, that, that's, that's crazy. That's just... I know that I know they got a close knit team, but wow, that just takes it to a whole nother level. So, 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 I have a question. Right, I have a few questions. One, uh, how long has been there? Two, oh. how come nobody noticed it before? And <laughs> and three, what you know, what was you doing with the with the with the with the video? You know, oh, I, mean, man. Like, <laughs> I would hate to go, well, I would hate to go over to his room and see what's going on. He probably got about a hundred cassette tapes over there. Oh, video man. <laughs> but but, but the, what, one of the stories said that he was actually that, that he was filming one particular person. I'm curious to know who that person is. That's oh, come on, man! Not one particular oh, yeah. person. Yeah, no, no. It was saying it said something about he was filming one, you know, a particular person. So that's again, just so I mean, sick on so many levels. Man crush. Oh my God! Yeah, that takes man crush to a whole nother level. To a but whole anyway, yeah, it's a ride, man. But you, well, you ain't but a couple hours away from Athens, Georgia, my brother. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, there, so, there, there, there are a lot of bulldogs in the city of Atlanta. You know, Georgia Tech is here. I know it is. But, uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, but uh, University of Georgia rules Atlanta. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah no do. doubt. No doubt. And they're doing a great job. You, 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 hate, you hate to have a – and I'm not going to say it's a blackout to the program because you're talking about one individual. But what, what Kirby Smart is doing up there, it's – you know, hey, dude, he's doing an amazing job with the University of Georgia. He's bringing, you know, some real pride back to the Bulldog football. And it's spring ball right now, brother. So, you know, that's a, just a minor distraction. But, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got them picked to go back to the national championship game against Alabama again this year. 2018, boss. He'll be there. I'm going to actually have to disagree with that one, Hurley. I think. First of all, I don't think Alabama's going to go back. 
I'm going to come out with my early, my early, too early to, to really uh, should be picking, but we're going to pick it anyway. I'm saying it's going to be us in Ohio State. Okay. Uh, Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State doesn't play anybody in the Big Ten. Michigan has uh, underachieved the epic proportions. Wisconsin doesn't match up with them athletically. Um, and then I look at our schedule. LSU's not going to be ready to, to play us that first game of the year. And from that point on, it's a cruise. Um, I just think Willie Taggart, it's going to take him a couple years to get uh, his system in at Florida State. We, uh, we play them at home. Uh, we... We really don't have anybody else that's really going to challenge us uh, in the schedule. And then we got Clemson, and I think this time we get Clemson because I think it'll be us, Clemson, Ohio State, possibly Georgia in the top four. I think we beat Georgia in the semifinals and we play Ohio State and win the whole thing. Okay, hey, let's flip this real quick because we ain't got a whole lot of time. March Madness. All right, we started off talking about, you started off talking about basketball. We started off talking about the March Madness. Then we got into what we do, which is football. But March Madness, Loyola beats Kansas State. Michigan beat FSU. Uh, I mean, did you see the, the, the interview with Leonard Hamilton afterwards? Well, that was, no, I missed it. Uh, it I heard about you it. I heard about it. Yeah. I mean, Coach Hamilton is just a different kind of cat, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, L- L- Leonard, man, that's that's one of our boys. You know, he was he, the coach while we were at the University of Miami. Coach, our boys basketball mm-hmm. did a great yep, job, yep, phenomenal yep. job. I mean, he's doing a great job at FSU right now. Vill- Villanova beat Texas Tech, Kansas beat beat Duke. That 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 was a classic. Now, that, that was a was classic, classic game. Oh yeah. man, the, Michigan just beat the brakes off Florida State. So, Kelvin, Ryan, we got Loyola versus Michigan, Kansas versus Villanova. Ryan, you first. Who wins? Who out of those uh, four teams? Who goes to the championship yeah, game? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Michigan, Michigan and Villanova. I just think that the moment for Loyola is is gonna be too big, and uh, and I think that uh, Michigan, you know, been there. Uh, that I watched them and they they played well, and I think that uh, they're coming on, and you want to be playing your best at the end of the season, and that's what they're doing. Uh, okay, Kelvin. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with him in Michigan. Although the interesting part about this is you're talking about the teams with the two longest winning streaks right now: Loyola at 14, Michigan at 13. I just think that uh, Michigan with Michigan has a little bit too much athletic ability on the perimeter, and that that Wagner kid, the 6'11 kid, I think he'll be a little bit too athletic for their big guy, and he also shoots the three. Michigan. Close game. Okay, I'm I'm going with Loyola and Villanova. I just think Loyola going against Michigan. Yeah, I think Michigan Michigan's got everything to lose. Loyola has nothing to lose. I think Loyola's going to yeah. go out there. They're going to play confident. They're going to play loose. They'll be flying all over the place. Going to be a whole lot of alley oops, dunks, and I think they're going to go out and have fun. I think Michigan's going to come out and and hey, look, you know, we got to go out and win this game. Loyola's going to come out and say, hey. Let's go have fun, man. Let's just enjoy the moment because we never know when we're going to get back here. And I think that's going to be the difference in that game. Villanova, I agree with both of you. I think Villanova is going to beat Kansas. I don't, you know, yeah. I just don't see Kansas being but able to play. But that's going to be a good game. Villanova's that's going to be a classic game, though, because uh, yeah. Kansas is playing. They played well against Carolina. I just think Villanova's got a little bit too much 
of everything. A little bit too much big yeah, man, too much firepower. Good shooting. So yeah. who's gonna win the whole yeah. thing? I think Villanova. Villanova. I think yeah. I think the emotions are gonna run out for Loyola when they get to the national championship game. I think once they get there, that, that you know they're gonna start realizing, hey, we're here. You know, it's not just living in the moment. No, we got to go out and win this thing. And that's when Villanova is going to take their experience. And, you know, the time that they've been on, they've already been there, just like we were talking about with Major, and their experience wins that game. So I, I, I'm crowning well, Villanova right now. Well, I'm going to say this. Right now I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think the moment is too big for a loyal. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think the difference is Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is probably the player of the year in um, – in 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 in, in, the, in Division One basketball, and I think what he does for Villanova, um, you know, setting everybody up, penetrating, getting the big men involved. I just think that he's a little bit too athletic for the Custer kid that plays point guard for Loyola, who was the Player of the Year in their conference, and who's a good shooter. I just think it's just a little bit too too athletic for Loyola, and I think in the end they win it by about eight to ten points, and they stretch it out at the end. But it's, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I hate to go against the sister. Sister is the sister Jean. I mean, I know she's 98, and she's been a good little charm, but at some point that good luck runs out. All right. Hey, this closing time for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I appreciate my guys. Kevin, way to hold it down for your boy. Ryan, appreciate you. Love you. Thanks for calling in. Hey, guys, one last thing. I know there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on right now out there in the world and, you know, with all these guys getting arrested and stuff like that. But Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft sent his private plane, that's the player plane, the team plane, down to... Oh, yeah, for the kids. Yeah. And, I mean, for the march on Washington. All right? Now, the quote is, and I don't know what, I mean, that's that the sound. I don't know if you guys can hear me. But that's been our time. But the quote, never believe that a few caring people can't change the world. For indeed, that's all whoever has. Margaret Mead. Thanks, Ms. Margaret. That's been our show. Signing off. Get down with Hurley Brown. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.